little over eight years ago, I became a mama and I had waited a really long time to become a parent. This was partly by choice. I was finishing my PhD and this was also partly because you don't always get to decide when pregnancy happens. And so when I finally became a parent, I felt like the luckiest person in the world. But I was also struggling and it was a little hard to admit that, embrace that, because I felt like I should just be grateful and appreciative. When I look back on this now, I realize that being a new parent is challenging because it's challenging. <laughs> Sometimes hard is hard and it's normal. And I think that at the time I really assumed that things were hard because I was doing something wrong, right? That if I could just figure it out, if I could just perform all the parenting hacks in just the right way, that it would all get easier. And so I tried and I tried and I tried harder and I tried harder. And when I finally came up for air, after all of that trying, I realized that in all of that effort, I had lost myself. I, I didn't really know what it was that I wanted. I wasn't sure who I was anymore. What were my skills and talents? What are the things that I just enjoy doing? What are the things that I've been doing because like I want to do them? And how many of the things I was spending so much of my time on felt like shoulds, obligations, things that I needed to do. One thing that was really important to me to being able to connect to myself again was the process of goal planning. And that's what today's episode is all about. What is goal planning and how can you start doing it? And what is the plan, goal, plan approach to goal planning? So if you sense and feel like something more is possible, if you know that you have things that you want to contribute, I want you to keep listening because we're going to learn what goal planning is and a new way to approach goal planning that's designed specifically for working women. So let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGee. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Okay, I want to just jump in and I want to get to the juice. So this is going to be a short episode, but it's going to be banana pants good. So let's start out. What is goal planning? In its simplest form, goal planning combines planning and goal setting. And so when we think about planning, when we're talking about planning, a lot of times people are talking about calendaring, scheduling, to-do lists. This is where a lot of the time management techniques come in. Goal setting, however, is just identifying something that you want to do, maybe setting an intention. Goal planning combines those things that you want to do with scheduling, calendaring, to-do lists, and often, not always, but often goal planning also sees itself as a form of personal development. So you set your goals and then you integrate your goals into your daily, weekly, monthly planning processes. By the way, if you're interested in setting some goals for 2024 and you could use a little bit of extra support, I am going to be offering a few workshops on January 10th and January 17th. I might do a third one. I haven't decided yet. 
you can check out the show notes. I'll have some links so that you can sign up there. It's absolutely free. In these workshops, I'm going to work you through my vision approach to goal setting. Now, it is only going to be a one-hour workshop. There's only so much you can get done in an hour. But I am going to provide you with the vision framework and some guidance on how you can really set goals in a way that is intentional and delightful and joyful. So if you're interested in that, check out the show notes, click on those links, sign up. Like I said, it's absolutely free. And I'm offering that a couple different times so that hopefully you can find a time that works for your schedule. There's a lot of things that I really love about this trend with goal planning. So for example, you when you think about a planner, Google Calendar, iCalendar, I don't know, pick your brand, right? If you go on there, you're going to be able to set appointments. You might even be able to create some task lists. More recently, you've seen an uprise of what we would call goal planners. So a lot of times at the start of a planner, it might have a place for you to put your yearly goals. It might have reflections on your week. So I'm really thinking about Clever Fox right now is a really high quality but really affordable goal planner where at the beginning they have a few worksheets that help you identify and then set your yearly goals. And then each week there is a place for you to do a little bit of reflection that hopefully is connecting your goals to your planning process. So there's a lot of things that I love about goal planning and this trend towards goal planning. One, I like that it puts goals into actions. So, so often, especially, you know, as we're in the new year, a lot of times people set their New Year's resolutions, maybe have an idea of what they want to do, but the specifics of how you're going to do it is a little bit more fuzzy. And I do think that goal planning takes goals that might just be ideas of things that you could do and starts to get you to imagine how do these goals get integrated into my regular routines? How does my daily hubbub include the goals that I've set? The second thing that goal planning does is it breaks things down into manageable tasks. So because you're integrating it into your days, your weeks, your months, you're oftentimes taking those larger goals and you're breaking them into parts so that you can accomplish them on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. And then finally, goal planning does see goal setting and planning as an integral part of personal development. And so I do feel like a lot of the goal planning journals, the goal planning systems do recognize that when you put these together, that it's part of a personal development practice. So what is the plan goal plan method to goal planning and how is it a little bit different? So if you're if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. So as working women, we are juggling all of the things and it's really important that we have time to connect with ourselves. And before setting goals, I actually think that it's really important that we have a strong sense of self-concept. Self-concept, in a nutshell, is your individual knowledge of who you are. You might need to connect to it, but you also might need to transform it if you don't have a healthy self-concept. And so one of the really important ways to do this is by establishing a foundation of planning And I recommend that people do this before they jump into goal setting. So most of the goal planning systems, you first set your goals and then you create a plan for how you're going to establish those goals. But what I've really noticed in my own experience and research that I've done, as well as working one-on-one with my clients, so I do offer one-on-one coaching. And in that practice, I've noticed that a lot of times as women, we're tempted to set goals 
that are things that we feel like we should be doing. Rather than really connecting with ourselves and our strengths and our values and our priorities and setting goals around those things. But in order to set goals around our values and our priorities, we have to know what those things are. In order for us to set goals that are built around our strengths and our unique gifts, we have to know what our strengths and our unique gifts are. And so I recommend before setting goals to actually create a practice of planning and to adopt a practice of planning that's reflective in nature. So it's not just calendaring and to-do lists, but it's really thinking about how do you spend your time and questioning if the way that you're spending your time supports your values and priorities. So establishing a planning ritual prior to setting your goals helps you set and prioritize goals that are best suited to you, to your unique gifts, and to the season that you are in. It also means that when you do set goals, you have a practice of planning already in place to support them. Another thing that makes the plan goal plan method a little bit different is that I take a women-centered approach to goal setting. What does that mean? So we might think about different approaches as having more masculine or feminine qualities. I don't really think that masculine or feminine is inherently good or bad, but both have strengths and can serve you and both have weaknesses and can also get in your way. And so what it means is that I embrace more feminine approaches to goal setting while not necessarily eschewing the masculine. I want to create space for both. And I think that as humans, we embrace both the masculine and the feminine all of the time. But some ways that I see that in practice is I see goals as a direction, not a destination. And that really encourages you to see to focus process, so the, the planning ritual being a huge part of that, rather than the outcome. Sometimes you'll hear it say, it's not really about whether or not you meet your goal, but who you become along the way. And I think that it captures this really well, but it also recognizes, embraces the process as a nonlinear one, that our processes are brilliant and imperfect. And the next right step isn't always apparent when you set your goals at the very start. So a lot of times you sit down, you map out your goals for the year and you say, I'm going to do this here and I'm going to do this here. And then, you know, of course, nothing really goes as planned. But the idea is that a lot of times we don't know what the next right step is until we're in it. The next right step reveals itself as you go. It's an emergent process. And when you have this planning practice in place to help you consistently check in and reflect and adapt, it means that you're creating a goal setting system that's flexible, adaptive, and not necessarily rigid. I also really embrace pleasure filled goals, goals that invite pleasure and delight and play into your life. Because as adults, we got an adult. And so how do we approach goal setting in a way that fosters joy in our lives and doesn't just add pressure to our already pressure-filled lives? We don't, we don't need any more of that. <laughs> the third thing is I not only see goal planning as personal development, but I see it as self-care. And I think that it's really important to rethink self-care as not just it can be, and I want it to be, bubble baths and pedicures. But self-care is also doing the things that helps you grow and invites 
growth and development and improving your life and the lives of those around you. So goal planning should be delightful and it should fill you and restore you. So if you've heard the phrase goal planner popping around, if you've seen people selling planners that they refer to as a goal planner, I hope that this episode has clarified for you what goal planning is and a little bit about how the plan goal plan method approaches goal planning. So if if you sense and you feel like something more is possible, if you have big things to contribute, if you feel like you've been called to make an impact in the world, but you aren't really sure how to go about making it happen because you're a mama and you're juggling all the things and you're so tired. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see you. I see your brilliance. I see your potential. I believe that the world needs you. And in a world that often demands more, I want to offer this podcast as a sanctuary. I wish for you a delightful, stress-relieving journey. I wish for you a shift towards intentional living, recognizing that in the journey of a year lies the magic of joy, rest, recognition, failure, learning, growth, peace, connection, creation, and love. So welcome. Welcome to a year of possibilities. Embrace your wild self and be. Be well, friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.